Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Today's topic is how to think like God from our negative thoughts. I'm going to go a deeper dive into our thought life and how we can really get unstuck from these lies that seem to take root in our life. I take this from episode six, which is God help me get out of the stick in thinking, but I'm going to actually talk a little bit more about how we can actually think like God when we shift from the negative thoughts because of what's happening right now. I feel like there is so much attack on Christians that there's something in the atmosphere from the enemy that's affecting even the way that we think. And so we need to be able to understand our authority in Christ and the way that God calls us. And that 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, for who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So Holy Spirit, I welcome you here right now in this show into this podcast, into the space of every single listener that is listening to the sound of my voice wherever they are at, Lord. Give them grace to receive your presence and healing in a new way. We repent for our sins, God, and the sins that have been done to us. God, forgive us out of our sins. I do this so that it opens up the pathways for us to have your mind. Thank you, God, for forgiving us and the power of your blood. We don't do anything without you, God. You're the mighty healer and counselor. We are your vessels. God, I pray that you use me to speak whatever it is that the listeners need today. And if there's anything that I say is not helpful for you, I pray that you can just let this go. In your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. So last week I had on Jamie Lynn Walno, who talked about self-hate and moving from her own negative thoughts. So if you missed that episode, go back and check it out. And there are still time to get into the women's retreat here in Minnesota, April 28th and 27th and 28th. It is at the Sheridan, Minneapolis in Minnesota at the end of April, 2023. If you did miss it, if you're listening to this podcast afterwards, know that she is wanting to actually do these again. And she has other retreats that she's doing and she wants to do it again next year. The website is www.discovermyinsidestory.com. I'm going to be one of the speakers on Saturday afternoon. We have an amazing lineup of women who are really going to bring us into a place that will set us free. So if you're looking to step into that courage and that freedom, I really want to encourage you to come to this retreat. 
And so as we shift into this episode, I want you to think about some of the negative thoughts that you feel like you carry around. I think sometimes we don't actually know that we have this. I often will hear clients be like, well, that's not a negative thought. That's the truth. And people don't realize that their negative thoughts are actually even negative thoughts. And so I ask this Holy Spirit to come and just illuminate that for you, that it's not the truth, that they actually are lies and negative thoughts that the enemy is trying to get into you. And so it's important that when we speak them out, it doesn't allow the enemy to have power. I think sometimes Christians will think, well, I don't want to tell the enemy what I have going on because then he knows. Well, when we get it out there, we're speaking it to God and we're asking God to help us. So God's the one that has the power by speaking it out. When we keep shame under a rock, it just stays under a rock and it stays there. And so that's the same thing with negative thoughts. If it stays under a rock and we don't speak it out, it just stays there. So the only way for us to actually get movement and get transformation and ask the Lord to come in and shift our thoughts is we got to get it out there. Okay. You get closer to God when we reveal these negative thoughts and these things that we don't want him to have. So I'm going to read some common lies that we can believe our truth. And so as I say them, just notice if there's anything that shows up in your body or your thoughts where you're like, that's me. And just note it because those are the ones that we're going to want to break for you. So I'm loved. I'm not liked. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. It's my fault. I'm ugly. I can't do anything right. I'm not smart. I'm stupid. I'm fat. I'm a failure. I don't have enough. I don't like my body. And then the ones that I've struggled personally with myself are that I am weird and no one likes me. Okay, so identify the ones that seem to get stuck for you. If there were any that I said that didn't show up for you, but they're like, oh, this is what I think. I want you to just note that. Okay, just because I didn't say it doesn't mean it's not the one that you need to dig up. And now what we're going to do is we're going to go to the cross and we're going to nail it to the cross. Okay. If you need to pause the podcast, please feel free to do that. But I want you to literally see these lies going up to the cross, each one going up there. And that as you see them on the cross, I want you to then see Jesus on the cross, nailed up there with those lies. And that as you see him being hung on the cross and the blood coming through the nails, his hands, his feet, that he's dying for you. And all of these lies, all of these negative thoughts, as Jesus is dying, you see the lies dying, the negative thoughts dying. See them leaving your soul. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for taking away these negative thoughts. And then as you see this. Again, pause the podcast if you need more time. I want you then to see Jesus being in the tomb and then being raised up on the third day. And as you see him raising, I want you to see yourself with him. He's now in the throne room with God. And as you see yourself there in the throne room with Father God, Jesus, and the mercy seat representing Jesus's blood, you allow the love of God to fill you that Father God, who sent Jesus to die for your sins, is there. And he's proud of you and he loves you so much. Just receive. You've emptied yourself with these negative thoughts and these lies that God doesn't believe. 
Now get yourself filled with his love. So if God is touching you right now, again, let him do what he's doing. Okay, just let the Holy Spirit move. Okay, we want to let the Holy Spirit lead, not me. Okay, we can often do that. We can always kind of see people as like our guide and our leader. And while they are, and we want to honor our leaders, Jesus is who we need to go to. Okay, we need to focus on our time with him in that secret place. And so if Holy Spirit's moving, let him move. He's in charge. I want to encourage you to do this practice daily. Anytime you notice if any of these negative thoughts come up, just see him go to the cross right there, see Jesus dying, and just go through that process. Get yourself filled, be in the throne room, allow God's love to come in, and just go through that whole process. Because when we're saved and the Holy Spirit comes as a comes in us to live in us our spirit man then lines up with god and so we're now the righteousness of god in christ jesus which is why we can go boldly to the throne of grace in second corinthians 5 21 says for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of god so then we're healed saved and delivered okay in my very first episode i talked about this that we're a we're a spirit, soul, and a body. And I've talked about this many other times. Our souls made up our mind, our will, and our emotions. And that, like I said, when we're saved, our spirit man lines up with God. The Holy Spirit lives in us. That God of the universe lives inside of us. And we're guided by the Holy Spirit, not some other spirit, the Holy Spirit. And we have to tune our attention to this Holy Spirit and let him be our mighty counselor and our teacher. He's our friend. Okay, this isn't like a religious striving that we're doing, but as a friend, our soul is wounded and our soul needs healing. We've got to identify these negative thoughts so they can leave. And Romans 8, 1, it says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you're doing something contrary to what God says, he doesn't want you to feel shame in this. He wants you to just go to him like a little kid. <gasps> okay, God, I'm struggling with something. I'm doing something I know you won't like. Help me with this. When we feel shame, we hide it under a rock. Okay, this is where the negative thoughts can get stuck. We're like, oh, I don't like this. I feel shame. I don't want God to know about it. Okay, that's not what God wants. God wants us to be like, God, I'm struggling with this sin. I'm having a hard time with this. Don't keep it under the rock. Get it out and speak it out. I'm feeling unworthy. I'm feeling unloved. We get it out. We're never too far gone. Okay? When we're believing these negative thoughts, then our behavior then can come harmful. So if we hide it under a rock, then we have this cycle of our behavior and then our thoughts become negative. Our emotions are sad and in, are depressed and, and they're, we, we struggle with anger and then our behavior isn't good. So we have this cycle of these thoughts, emotions, and behaviors that stem from us hiding these things under a rock. We've got to get it out into the light. Okay. We want to not be ruled by our emotions that come from our thoughts, all right? So if we have a negative thought, we can often then go to, I have this, this emotion that's taking over that then causes this behavior, and that all comes from these negative thoughts. And if we're not slowing down to even notice that they're happening, it just stays buried, and there, these struggles just stay under a rock, 
Jamie Lynn Wellno talked about that she found these videos with Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and she is a cognitive neuroscientist that wrote the book, Switch on Your Brain, about how powerful our thoughts are, and that if we can lean into and learn how to control our thoughts, the emotions then follow. And she talks about the science behind how the Bible can transform our mind, our will, and our emotions. In her book, she says, what you are thinking now is creating your future. You created your life with your thoughts because you're always thinking. You are always creating. What you think about most or focus on the most is what will appear as your life. And so I want to debunk things that you may or may not have experienced to have impact you to believe some of these lies. If you were, if you grew up kind of believing that you couldn't feel a certain way, you can't be angry, and they'd say, don't feel like that. Those people that say that to you, their heart's good, and they're trying to help you. But what they're doing is they're saying, you're not okay as you are. I can't handle you being angry, so you just need to stop being angry. You know, I know there's even this, like, I've heard about this mommy wine culture where their shirts will literally will say, I drink wine because my kids cry. And so it's communicating, I'm drinking because I can't handle your crying. And if you think about yourself being a kid, it's it's not allowing that kid to, like, be a kid and struggle with their emotions. And so as adults, we have to learn how to identify what's going on with our thoughts, how our emotions follow and that cause the behaviors. We can't just numb ourselves and mask it with just being these mommy drinkers or daddy drinkers and mask it. We need to be able to identify what's showing up for us if our kid is crying and we can't handle it. Is that something from our childhood where we weren't allowed to cry? We weren't allowed to be sad. Allow yourself to then go back to that moment and be a kid Feel the feelings. And I want to say to you, it's okay that you're sad. It's okay that you're crying. I'm not getting to the thoughts yet because the thoughts led to it. But if we stop people at feeling their struggling thoughts or struggling emotions, then we can't get to people to renew their mind. Because essentially you're saying you're not okay just as you are. And this is what Papa God does. He comes in, Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest for your souls. He's saying, you're weary, you're heavy burdened, you're tired, you're kind of an emotional mess. Come to me. He's not saying hide it, pretend like it's not okay, but come to me. That's how he wants us to do so that we can get rid of these negative thoughts. Okay, it's a cycle that happens. This is science, you guys. It's the way we were made. If we try to shut down our feelings, lies and thoughts then get squeezed and kind of clogged up and crunched, you know, into our into our mind with all these lies because our feelings aren't properly able to be felt and processed and kind of, uh, I'd say, almost like eating food. You know, the food gets processed out of our body. And so, example, like let's say if you're angry at a sibling who like stole your toy as a little kid and your parents say, don't be angry, you need to share. You might then believe a lie that, okay, I'm not okay as I am. My things aren't important. Or you might even move to, I don't like my sibling. I mean, there's things that we move to. Our brain makes up stories so that it feels better. This actually comes from Brene Brown. She talks about how we we make up stories so that we can then 
get to be at peace. But all of this is just a quick fix feeling in the moment. And what we need to do to be able to think more like God is we have to give him our lies. We have to give him these negative thoughts so that our emotions and our thoughts can be in the mind of Christ. Okay, we have to be in this constant place of giving him our thoughts, abiding with him in the vine, which talks about in John 15. We're just abiding with him. We're in his presence. So it gives him room. It gives him space to then work with us and transform our mind. Think about stories that you've had, even as a teenager. Okay, even in your 20s, you maybe had a boss or somebody that didn't feel like you were allowed to actually be yourself. Okay, and right now I just want to pray that whatever memories are showing up for you right now, that God can come in and reveal the truth, that Jesus can come in and just say, I'm right here with you. I'm comforting you. I see you. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be jealous. Whatever it is that you're feeling, it's okay. And then we allow him to come in and comfort you. And then as he comforts you, allow him to come in and then show you the truth. And then we just try to step in. If there's anybody that you need to forgive that's showed up, just say, God, I forgive that person. We thank you for this forgiveness. I think invalidation is something that um, happens a lot where people don't validate you. They don't say, I hear you and I see you. It's a really common thing. If you've experienced extreme abuse, emotional, sexual, physical, mental abuse can be really, really hard. If it's not acknowledged, you can carry the weight of a lie that it wasn't my fault because someone has to take the blame, right? And so in your mind, in that little kid mind, you can take the blame that it was your fault. But this isn't true. Jesus comes and he can take away that pain, but we've got to let him. Okay, so allow Jesus to come in and take the pain. Again, talk to a counselor, talk to somebody else if it's something that's really difficult and that we need to be able to live in this constantly where we give him these lies. In Philippians 4, 8, Paul says, Finally, brother, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there is any excellent, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on these things. So as we heal through things that have been difficult for us. This is the way that Jesus desires us to think so that we're thinking like him. And James 1.17 says, every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. So God wants us to be focusing on the good thoughts this is why if we have this, these negative feelings, if there's things we got to process, we got to process it and give it to Jesus so that our mind can get renewed so we can be in this place where Paul talks about. So some keys to bring you into this place of thinking like God and having the mind of Christ is moving in that place of repentance, of forgiveness, okay? This is just something that you flow, being vulnerable with God and giving him everything, okay? And then receive. We've got to be able to receive God loves, spend time in worship and say, I praise you, Lord. I worship you and wait for him. We often want to kind of jump ahead to the next thing, 
but there's so much power in that receiving and allowing him to speak to us. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in us and you were renewing our mind. Thank you, God, that because Jesus is in us, the Holy Spirit is in us, and when something isn't good and it's not of you, the Holy Spirit is showing us that it needs to go. And so I thank you, God, for what you're pruning in us, what you're highlighting in us, the negative thoughts that need to leave so that we are aligning with our thinking with you because the Holy Spirit lives in us. We are so grateful that you do this for us. And any one of you that are having a hard time with this, I feel like I need to pray for this. I pray for the Lord to strengthen you to be able to hear the things that need to be taken away and the things that are lies. I think sometimes we hold on to it because we have bitterness towards someone or something and we think that if we hold on to it, they're getting punished. But the problem is they're off living their life. You're the one that just gets punished when you don't forgive them. So I just pray right now for the Lord to be able to loosen up your heart so you can forgive and let that go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, teach us your ways. Teach us your ways and give us the strength to forgive those who are the unforgivable people or the unforgivable situations. Holy Spirit, tell us how you see us and allow yourself to hear what God has to say about you, the strengths that you have, the gifts that you have. I think for some of you, I hear the Lord just saying like, you don't have to do anything. I love you just the way that you are. And some people that get really religious will think, well, no, he doesn't. I need to, you know, volunteer and do things. Well, you can't do that if you're not filled first and you know who you are. I think this is some of the issues with the, with the church is that we have so many wounded people doing things and hustling and striving. We need the church to be healed and whole and in that place with Papa God, his little kids. And so I'm just gonna speak to you some truths that I hear over you and allow it to just sink in for your heart to just receive these truths. You are loved, you are liked, you are good enough. It's not your fault. You can make right decisions. You are smart, you are brilliant, your body, your body is perfectly made in the image of God. You are beautiful, you are not a failure. You are growing and learning every day. People like you and you have good friends and family who love you. You have enough. Even if some of you aren't feeling them, these things are true. And anything else, I want you to just speak it out and just say it out loud. And I'm gonna just read Philippians 2, five through 11. In your lives, you must think and act like Christ. Christ himself was like God in everything, but he did not think that being equal with God was something to be used for his own benefit. He gave up his place with God and made himself nothing. He was born to be a man and became like a servant. And when he was living as a man, he humbled himself and was fully obedient to God, even when that caused his death, death on a cross. So God raised him to the highest place. God made his name greater than every other name so that every knee will bow to the name of Jesus. 
everyone in heaven on earth and under the earth, and everyone will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and to bring glory to God the Father. So we thank you, Jesus, that you are rewiring our brains right now. That Romans 12, 2 says that we are being transformed by the renewing of our minds because of you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the transformation that's happening in this episode and the truth that's coming in, that we think like God and that those negative thoughts don't have control over us anymore. We have tools and abilities to be able to get them away. And so I pray over your next week that you will believe that God loves you with an everlasting love and that he has plans for you and he had them from before you were born. You are unique and you are chosen and you are a beautiful child of God. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.